0: Everybody, welcome to the second episode of the Well Talk Podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in. Um, thank you guys for all of your continued support for sharing, liking, subscribing, spreading the message. Yo, so many people have hit me up, DM'd me, text messaged me, just telling me how much this podcast is encouraging them. And I just want you to know that it is encouraging me to encourage you, like to see you guys get your second win. To see you guys understand um, the things of God more. When I tell y'all, it does nothing more to my heart than just like completes it. (laughs) I am so excited that y'all are growing in God. And that y'all are just growing into even more of the women who God has called you guys to be. Um, And I just want to continue to be willing and um, just continue to be obedient that i can um just keep doing what god has told me to do so thank y'all so much so much so much um please continue to share with your co-workers with your friends like y'all have been sharing with y'all's co-workers with y'all's mamas and aunties like i am so overly like excited so thank y'all so much please keep doing it um just to get the message far and wide um today is labor day i don't know what y'all got going on but i am trying to just take it slow I have a lot on my to-do list um just as far as getting my house together and just doing some like errands or whatever just housekeeping things but for the most part I'm not really hanging out anywhere or anything like that um I just purposely wanted to take today kind of slow and just kind of get things done as I as I get to them um because September is a very it's an exciting season for me because I work in the school system, so I get to go back to school tomorrow like the kids. And for me, it marks like the beginning of a more rigid season. It marks the beginning of structure for me. So I love summertime, like a lot of people. Um, love laying by the pool, just doing whatever, whenever. But I operate best on a schedule. <laughs> and I operate like I'm type A, and I operate best when I know what's coming, when i have when i'm structured when i have somewhere i'm supposed to be at a certain time like that's when i operate the best and so um the summer is like my vacation literally off from that kind of living so when september comes around to me it's like okay i need to get back into the flow of the routines of life and things like that and it's like that for most people and so one thing that I'm trying to carry over, though, into this new season, because the season is changing in the natural, but it's also changing in the spiritual. Um, and that I'm, one thing I'm trying to take over is self-care, making sure that I'm taking care of myself. Because in the summertime, I do a lot of taking care of myself because I just do whatever I want, when I want. <laughs> and so in the fall and when the season changes and when my family gets back into, you know, our routine of, of life, um for the fall season, it's kinda hard sometimes because kids play sports and people have to be this place and you have to do this and then you have to be at work and this that and it's just it's a lot. And so when you look up you realize, hey, I haven't really taken care of myself. I'm not really doing what I need to do for me. But I'm doing all of this other stuff for all of these other people, for my people, you know. And so um it's important make sure that you're taking care of yourself again school is about to start rhythms are about to change and honestly excuse me we're about to be pouring as women whether you have kids or not whether you're in a relationship or not you know this may be a busier season at work for you but regardless of what's going on um You know, you're about to be pouring out a lot this season typically requires more of us just as we get back into the flow of things. And so personally, I know so many dope things are happening to me and for me as far as podcasting and writing and everything. And so while they're all good things, if I'm not careful, they can become taxing things. It can become super taskful. And so um, I was feeling the need the past couple of weeks to just like produce, 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 always got to be working on something, always have to be doing something, and so I really just, I realized I wasn't graced to do that, you know, I was graced to do the things that God was giving me a vision to do, but I was not graced to do though, was to continue to run like on fume, you know, I wasn't graced to um, be on this project, and then turn around and do this project, and then do this, and then do that, and then be a mommy, and then be a friend, and I wasn't created to run like that you know and so I have to rest I have to find time to take care of myself and so I had to pull back and I had to take care of me in order to execute and do what I know God had graced me to do in order to be the mother that I know he's graced me and called me to be in order to be a good friend to be a a colleague to be a good leader in order to be the woman the well woman that God had called me to be I have got to take care of myself. I have to. In fact, um, one of my favorite scriptures, and we are going to visit this scripture again before a different topic. But God gave me this scripture um, when I was preparing for this podcast. It said, let me find it. It says, love your neighbor as yourself. Love your neighbor as yourself. And I realized when I'm interacting with these people, when I'm being a colleague, when I'm being a mother, when I'm being a friend, when I'm being all of these things to all of these different people and wearing all and um, being in all of these different roles, I realized that I'm interacting with my neighbors. I'm interacting with people who are closest in closest proximity to me. But in order for me to love them and to be who God called me to be for them and to them, first, I have to love myself. Love your neighbor as yourself. You cannot be who God has called you to be to other people if you are first not who God's called you to be to yourself. (laughs) That sounded like a lot. You cannot be who God has called you to be to other people if you first are not good for yourself. Love your neighbor as yourself. You have to love yourself first. And I just want to give you three tips today to loving yourself well. I want to give you three self-care tips as we um transition into this season both spiritually and naturally that is going to require more of us i believe this season is coming with a weight of responsibility i don't know if you're getting married i don't know if you're expecting a baby i don't know if you're getting a new job if you're getting promoted i don't know if you're starting a business i don't don't know if god is growing you spiritually or mentally all i know is that there is a weight that is coming with this season and while good things are going to happen, I believe that this is a, a good season, right? Good things are going to happen. It is also going to require of us and it's going to require a certain level of responsibility, right? And in order for us to carry that responsibility in a positive way and in a way that God created us to do it, we have got to make sure that we're taking care of ourselves. So here are three ways that you can love on yourself throughout the season and as this rhythm changes. Um, the first thing, create healthy habits. Your lifestyle is made up of your habits. Take a few minutes, go back, figure out what are some habits that I have that are not healthy? What are some habits that I have that are healthy that I need to expand on, that I need to do more, that I need to make sure that I do on a regular basis? Um, one thing for me, I always tell people, whether they're trying to grow in their relationship with God or just find balance and rhythm, um, <clears throat> excuse me. I always tell people to make sure I don't care what you have going on. Make sure at the top of your day you are carving out time for you and God. At the top of your day, I know a lot of people like I gotta wake up first. Well, wake on up a little earlier. Brush your teeth, wash your face, do what you need to do. But make sure you are carving time out at the top of your day for you and God. It's important that you do it at the beginning of the day. The Bible says, early in the morning will I seek you. Because this sets the tone for your day. Hear me. When you've been with God in the morning, I don't care how early it is. is, When you've been with God, you're now walking with him. So when you interact with people at 9 o'clock in the morning, now your attitude has been adjusted. Now you can't use the, oh, it's early, so I'm going to cuss you out. <laughs> oh, it's early, so I'm going a, I'm to a grit on you. I'm going to roll my eyes at you. No, 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 no. Because you've been with God, so now your whole disposition is changing. Now you're commanding your day. You're saying, you know what? I don't care what happens. I've been with God this morning. I'm going to have a good day. Like, now God is giving you your marching orders for the day. Now you have insight for the day. God has now graced you so that you can go through your day, right? Right? So it's important. I always say um, Thirsty 30. That's what I call it. The Thirsty 30 is 10 minutes of prayer time, 10 minutes of worship, 10 minutes of reading your Bible. Um, that's what I typically do when I'm like back in the rhythm of work and school and taking my son to school and doing all that. My, it's very concise and it gives me just time to spend with God, you know, because I can spend an hour with him. <laughs> but I know that when I have responsibilities to take care of, that's not always possible. So what I try to do minimum is 30 minutes. So if you have to be up at six o'clock, get up at 530, get up at 515 so you can make your coffee and find your spot with you and God, I know it sounds crazy, but you're creating different habits. I know getting up there early sounds like, man, what? Go to bed earlier so that you can protect that time with God. I believe that in this season, you are going to have to put forth effort. You're going to have to put forth effort if you want to see the hand of God. Not because it's based on your works, but it's going to be based on what you are inviting God into. So invite him into your life. Invite him into your day, right? Don't just go haphazardly throughout your day saying, oh, I'm going to say a little prayer here. A little. No, no, no. Invite him into the top of your day. Create better habits for yourself. This is the perfect season. It's about to be fall. Stuff is switching. Things are changing. Create be- better habits for yourself. Self-care with God draws us back to Him. Self-care with God draws us back to Him. And this has to be your starting point because He alone is the one who brings true fulfillment. And He alone is the one who brings true peace. So don't just try to take care of yourself by yourself. No, start with God. Start with God. So create healthier habits for yourself. Um, another way that you can create healthy habits or another some other ideas Sleep well. Like I said, go to bed earlier. What you missing? Nothing? Put those videos or those um shows that you watch and put them on, on record. Go to bed earlier so that you can protect that time with God in the morning. And you can get up and you can spend time with him. Um, Go to bed earlier so that you're not, you know, waking up groggy and mad and angry and stressed out. Like when you wake up and your day is rushed, you've set the tone for your day. <laughs> When you wake up and you, you're you behind and you didn't have to be, that's the most frustrating feeling ever. When you know you did not have to be behind, but you kept hitting the snooze button. You're already setting the pace and the tone for your day. Be very proactive about setting the atmosphere of your day, about setting the pace of your day. You know, set it with praise. Set it with worship, right? Be um be mindful of that. So go to sleep well. Turn off um, your phone at night. So... One thing my pastor challenged me to do, I was having a conversation with him and he challenged me to take my phone and put it in another room or take my phone and put it on the other side of the room. And he was like, Nisha, get an alarm clock because, of course, I made up um, excuses. You know, I was like, man, my my alarm on my phone, you know, he was like, "Okay, go get a clock. (laughs) Like, I forgot that existed. Go get a clock. Go get a clock, girl. So that at nighttime, you're not laying down. We're all guilty of it. Just like laying there, looking at our phone, scrolling. And then it takes like 30 minutes for our mind to even shut down. So we're laying down, but we're not shut down. You know, stop scrolling. You Maximize your time. Use that time as another devotional time. Squeeze in two times a day with God. You know, use that time to journal and tell him how your day was. Use that time to do a de- de- um, another devotional, you know. Um, but turn your phone off. Stop the screen time, turn the television off. Take your phone and put it in another room. So that even if you are or are on the other side of the room. So even if you do use it for an alarm, it requires that you get up out of the bed in the morning and that you walk to the other side of the room to turn the alarm off. Right? And you're gonna be more prone to just stay up, right? If you do that, because then you know already know what's gonna happen. You're gonna go turn the phone off on the other side of the room and then you have to go to the bathroom. And then you're just gonna be like, Well, I might as well stay up now. so you know trick yourself set yourself up so that you can make better choices and you can create better habits for yourself um so turn off screen time sleep well read more I am so proud of myself I'm gonna pat myself on the back because I have been reading so much more and not just like spiritual things that um help me in my ministry but also just stuff that I want to read like just and don't get me wrong I want to read the spiritual things most definitely (laughs) but Just like fiction and scary novels. It's just stuff that I enjoy. You know, make time to read more. Create healthier habits. Pick a book. Try to do a book a month. I try to read one book a month. Sometimes, of course, um, my books carry over a little bit. (laughs) Some months are busier than others. But try to set a goal to read one book per month, you know. Um, And read. Maximize your time. Create healthy habits for yourself. I'm trying to make sure I did not um, forget anything. Um, Again, about setting the tone of your day with the Thirsty 30 and with God. Um, Remember, that's 10 minutes of worship, 10 minutes of reading, 10 minutes of prayer. Um, You can do the Bible app. They have devotionals. Um, I am excited to announce that today I um, released my first seven-day devotional. Um, I put it out. If you are not on my email list, please hit me up. My email is v as in Victor Johnson. 0511 at gmail.com if you are not on any of my social media which you probably are since you know about this podcast but if you're not um please email me dm me text me so that you can get on my email list because these People, these women who are on my email list get first dibs to everything that I do. And so um, I'm sending out today, this morning, actually, my first seven-day devotional. So if you're like, okay, Nisha, I'll do this whole devotional, this thirsty 30 thing, but I don't know what to read. Here you go. I got first seven days covered for you. So I'm releasing um, today, again, my first seven-day devotional that I'm super excited about. But use that, you know, or use that as you um, end your night. But make sure you are very passionate and um, very intentional about the time that you spend with God. Um, Also, trying to make sure I did not forget anything. Oh, that's a good thing. Self-care. It may look like saying goodbye to not only habits, but people. So not only are you creating better habits for yourself, but you may have to say goodbye to some habits that you may have done for a long time, but you may also have to say goodbye to some people because we know that our people feed us, right? Our people fuel us. So if all you do is pour out to somebody, if you're in a relationship, whether it's a romantic relationship, a platonic relationship, one with a woman, you know, like a friend, a girlfriend or a male, you know, whatever it is, um, if all you're doing is pouring out, and you never get poured back into, it may be that you need to closely examine the relationship. And maybe you need to reevaluate. Because in this season that is going to already require of you, you want to make sure that the people around you, man, are nourishing you and giving you what you need. And that doesn't just mean that, you know, you only deal with people who can who can fill you up, but you want to make sure that your main core people are people who you can pour into, but then can turn around and pour back into you, right? So you want to make sure that you're surrounding yourself by by good people, you know. Um, make sure that you're not just checking your habits this in this season, but you're also checking the people who are around you. Again, screen time. Cut back, you know, because some of your stress is not coming from what you're doing. Some of your stress is coming from what you see. Stop looking at so much. Log off. Log off fast from social media so you can focus and hear God and so that you can take care of yourself because comparison comes from what you see. So even if you don't verbally speak it out of your mouth, you are somehow, way, we all do it. You're comparing your life to other people, whether it's their productivity, their level of productivity, how their business is doing, what their relationship is doing, how their babies are acting like you are comparing. Log off. Do not be afraid. 24 hours that you're not going to be on social media. So every Monday, um, I know for me, I fast on every Monday. Um, it's something new that I've started doing. And God is just, I believe, going to just reveal himself more and more to me. But I just need clarity for the start of my you know, week. Your fast can look like whatever you want your fast to look like. I turn my plate down every Monday. Um, and from 6 to 6, I just drink water. Um, And that's just because I desperately need God and I don't walk around like telling people like, oh, no, I'm fat, you know, it's just that's between me and God. I'm just sharing it with you. But you don't have to do that. You know, if you want to make your social media for the top of your week, you know, make that your social media fast for 24 hours on Mondays. I don't get on social media because I need to start my week strong and I need to start my week clear, you know, and not just. I'm on social media and I'm doing nothing else. No, the time that you would, like for me, the time that I would um, be eating, I make sure that I'm eating on the word of God. So the time that I would be eating breakfast, instead I'm watching a sermon or I'm reading my Bible or I'm in praise and worship, like, or I'm praying. So you make sure that the times that you would be on social media, instead of that, delete the app. You can log back in. It's okay. If you don't remember your password, it'll send you a link. Lo- delete the um, app. Delete Instagram, delete Facebook, and the times that you would go to jump on that instead, go jump on a sermon. Go turn on some praise and worship. Go um, write in your journal, you know, but use that time to reset. I really just feel like Mondays are not days that we have to hate. Mondays are days that we can, again, create better habits for ourselves, okay? So that's that on the first point on how to love yourself. Create healthy habits. Number two, find your rhythm. So I always slip up and say balance, but I'm learning that balance is like impossible. It's impossible to find balance because we are doing so many things. at so at the same time, like find a rhythm, find rhythm, some seasons of your life, the rhythm may be different some seasons of your life, the rhythm may be faster. You may be having this thing to do, that thing to do. Your kids got to go this place. You got to go over here. This deadline is coming like your rhythms are quicker. And then in the summer, I know for me, my rhythm slows down a little bit and I have less that I can do. Find a rhythm. Find your rhythm. Don't try to find balance. Find your rhythm. Okay. Grace yourself. You know, Fall brings, again, more structure. Grace yourself to get back into the flow of things. I always say, guilt off, grace on. Stop beating yourself up about what you don't get done. No, grace yourself. Find practical ways that you can find a rhythm. Start making to-do lists. Go get you a planner. I don't care if the year almost over. Go get you a planner to end out these last few months. And then you start fresh in January. Get you a planner and write down dates and things. I'm telling you, once you get them out of your head and on paper, you will feel so much better. Take care of yourself in that way that you're not trying to find balance, but instead you're trying to find a rhythm. Find your rhythm this season and stick with it and grace yourself through it, okay? Let me make sure I did not forget anything on that. I'll write everything down, y'all. So I have to make sure. Oh, this is the second scripture that God gave me. It's Matthew 11, um, 28, verses. Well, Matthew 11, verses 28 through 30. It's one of my favorite scriptures, but I feel overwhelmed, y'all, when I feel like I'm about to pull my hair out, when I feel stressed out. This gives me so much, like, clarity and peace. It says, are you tired, worn out, burned out on religion? Come to me. Get away with me, and you'll recover your life. I'll show you how to take a real rest. Walk with me and work with me. Watch how I do it learn the unforced rhythms of grace. I won't lay anything heavy or ill-fitting on you. Keep company with me and you will learn to live freely and lightly. Basically, God is just saying, come with me. Like you're doing so much. You're doing so much stuff religiously, just out of habit. You're doing so much, so many things because it, they have to be done and you just doing things the way you've always done it. But get away with me. Like spend some time with me, walk with me. You know, take that Monday and get off social media and come with me and I'm going to show you how to get away. I'm going to show you the unforced rhythms of grace. That's that rhythm word again, remember? I'm going to show you the unforced rhythms of grace. So I want to encourage you to find a rhythm in this season. Again, fall brings more structure. You know, fall is requiring more of us. This season that is coming is requiring more of us in the spirit and in the natural. So find your rhythm. And grace yourself through it, knowing that God has your back and he's, like, calling out to you. He's beckoning you. He wants you to hang out with him so that he can show you how to get this stuff done. All right? Um, and then the third thing, treat yourself. Treat yourself. This is a practical thing. It does not have to be big or expensive. Or maybe it is, child. If Your bank account allows. You do what the Lord puts on your heart, honey. <laughs> but treat yourself, Okay? Don't feel bad for buying yourself something. And I know I'm talking to myself because I know when I go to the store and I buy myself a shirt, I always got to find a shirt for my son. Cuz I'm like, I'm like, man, I'm buying myself something. I can buy him something too. He needs something. No he does not. No he doesn't. You deserve it, sis. <laughs> buy yourself something and be unapologetic about it. Make sure you're going to get your nails and toes done every month once a month or every couple of weeks. Let that be your thing. Find something that you do that is your thing. And what I found was I was doing things for myself, but I was doing it, again, religiously. I was doing it just out of habit because I knew I had to take care of myself, but I wasn't really seeing it as self-care. So now when I go get my nails done, I'm like, oh, I'm going to turn my phone off. And, or I'm gonna Facetime my girlfriend while I'm getting my nails done, <laughs> so we can laugh because this is my time that I don't have to be anything to anybody. But I just need to rename and reclaim this area of my life, which is something that I already do. I already go get my nails done, but I just do it because I I just gotta get them done, you know. But now it's like, oh no, nah, this is my time. I don't have no little kid pulling on my shirt tail. <laughs> I don't have to make no school lunch. I don't have to. As much as I love to encourage people and love on people, I don't have to like come up with no scripture to tell nobody. Like I ain't gotta do none of that. I can just sit here, laugh with my girlfriend while I get my nails done. Oh, this is my self care, you know. Or I know, for instance, I do my charcoal mask. I do them three times a week. So on Sundays specifically, I'm like, oh, this is the top. This is the top of my week self care where I do my face mask. I do a bubble bath, you know. Um put my son in the bed early so I can get myself together like find things that you're already doing or maybe you're not doing it go to target and get you a face mask and let that be your self-care you need to take care of your skin girl it gotta glow like (laughs) do what you need to do for yourself it can be something small like that or when your baby goes to sleep go and get you a piece of cake and sit in the bed and eat it and watch your favorite show like I love doing that And people laugh, but I love doing it because my child wants everything that I eat. And when he's in the bed, I don't have to worry about him asking for none of my food. (laughs) Like, it sounds bad, but that's facts, like, for real. So do something for you and make sure you're claiming that time as your self-care. Don't feel bad, you know, carve out time for yourself. Find the beauty in silence. I'm finding that I'm riding home more and more in silence. Just debriefing from the day, just allowing God to speak to me. A lot of times we want to talk to God, but we don't want to hear what he got to say. Like, yeah, you can talk and you can pray, but then be quiet. Just like that. Be quiet so that God can speak back to you, so that God can tell you um, what his thoughts are, so that he can download to you what his plan is. You mad because you ain't, you saying God ain't giving you a plan, but you keep talking. You ain't being quiet. Be quiet. Find the beauty in silence. Find the beauty in stillness. We don't like to do that though, because when we stay, sit still or when we're quiet, that's when God begins to dig up stuff in our hearts. And that's when we begin to actually have to sit with the stuff that we're going through. Stop running. Stop running. I don't know who that's for. Stop running. Sit still. Be quiet. Let God tell you what he needs to tell you. Let him show you, you, you want to be with somebody, but you only want to be by your, with, with yourself. How do you think somebody else want to be with you? Be quiet. Sit down. Find the beauty in silence. Let that be some of your self-care. If you can't afford to go get a massage once or twice a month, go do that. But carve out time for you and be unapologetic about it. Take care of yourself. Even during the day, I know during the school day, my kids knock down my door <laughs> And sometimes I'm like, you know what? I'm going to go have lunch in the parking lot. (laughs) Y'all can't come out here. Can't find me here. I'm constantly running from kids. (laughs) Whether it's my son or y'all kids. I'm always running from somebody's kids. Go do that for yourself, though. You know, take your lunch break. Maybe that's your time of fasting. Or maybe that's just your time that you're going to eat lunch and you and God are going to just go on a lunch date, you know? Spend some time with him. But take some time for yourself. Take some time for yourself. Remember, self-care with God draws us back to him. He alone brings peace. He alone brings true fulfillment and joy. Like, do that for yourself. So I want to know, what are some ways that you're going to take care of yourself in this season? Remember, I believe it is going to require of you. I believe that God is taking us somewhere, and it's going to require a level of responsibility. But in order to do that, he wants us to be able to love our neighbors, but we got to do it as we love ourselves. So we got to love ourselves well. We got to treat ourselves good. Let go of unhealthy habits. Create and replace them with good ones and healthy ones. Let go of unhealthy people. I'm talking to myself now, child. Let go of them. They ain't doing you no good. What do you miss about them? What you going to miss? The headache? Child, let them go. Let them go because they are draining you. And whatever is in you, you're going to leak out. My last email was about that. Whatever is inside of you, you're going to leak. So if it's anxiety that they're causing, guess what you're going to leak out on other people? Anxiety, anxiousness, right? If it's anger that they are um, putting in you, guess what you're going to leak out on your kids? Anger. You mad and you walking in the house yelling at them and they ain't even did nothing to you. They trying to figure out what's wrong with you. And you irritable because that person or those habits that are not healthy are leaking out. Whatever we carry, we leak. Make sure you're carrying what's good. The only way you can carry what's good is if you're self-aware. And it is impossible to be self-aware and not take care of yourself. It's impossible to be able to to identify, hey, this area of my life right here, I need to do better in. And God not begin to give you ways that you can better care for yourself. You got to take care of yourself spiritually mentally, and then physically, and in very practical ways. And I named some practical ways, like going to get your nails done, you know, going to catch a sale, child, catch a sale. Ain't nothing wrong with it, catch a sale. Don't spend your money, your bill money, but catch a little sale. You know, get you something, and don't be, uh, don't beat yourself up about it. Eat your favorite cake. You're going to go work out. That's fine. It's rhythm. Find your rhythm. <laughs> right? But seriously, do something for you. Do a bubble bath once a week. I know with the kids, it's hard. I know with the homework deadlines, it's hard. I know with the wedding planning, it's hard. But find time to take care of you. Grace yourself. Guilt off, grace on Grace yourself and allow God to show you the unforced rhythms of grace. So my prayer for you this season is that you're going to find your rhythm. My prayer for you in this season is that you stick with God so close. And in such a way that he just begins to download to you what he requires of you in this season. And not just what he requires of you, but that you take his yoke, right? Because his yoke is easy. His burden is light. It's not going to be ill-fitting. It's not going to be hard, right? So stick with God so that you're able to grace yourself and that you're able to take care of yourself. I hope that this helped you. I love you guys. Please email me so that you can get my devotional. Remember, that's V as in Victor Johnson. 0511 at gmail.com if you're on any of my social media please hit me up let me know what you think about this podcast rate it share it subscribe if you have not already tell your um your co-workers your aunties and them about the podcast and then again also hit me up so that you can get your seven-day devotional okay i love you guys and i will speak to y'all next week